You sound good? <clears throat> I, I always sound good. I'm not worried about me. You always look good. I have a great podcasting voice, I've been told. Yeah, but it's uh, you need more emotion. Remember right, when I right. told you that and you said, no, people tell me I have a good <laughs> podcasting voice. And then you, you ta- came at me. I didn't come at no one fucking I, came at you, me with you, that criticism. That was not constructive criticism. That was just straight up criticism. No, bro. It wasn't. Oh, I felt attacked. Well, you should never feel attacked from me. And now all that I hear when I hear my voice is the stupid monotone voice I've got. I was born with this voice. <laughs> and you know what I learned? If you if you give somebody a correction, if they can't fix it in five minutes. You can. You know how you fix it? How? You stop talking like this and talk like this. <laughs> All right. Well, even though you're an asshole, I'm <laughs> having you on the show <laughs> to boost your your personal clout and talk a My little clout bit about is our you. Clout, though. That's the truth. If your clout goes up, up. Remember that text I sent you that night or two ago? Yeah. The one you didn't reply to? I was asleep. That's fair. Yeah. I was up late. You've been up late lately. Well, you need, to, you need to work on that. Yeah. Well, last night I had the birthday party. How was that? It was really fun. Is that your first really social fun. event in a while? Uh, second social event since prep. The first one was my birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> so that's second in what, like eight uh, weeks? What is it? I'm, tw- I was tw- I'm 12 weeks out today, and I started at 21, so nine. Like nine weeks. I've yeah, hung out with people twice. Well, I hang so out with you. like once every four and a half weeks, you get to do <laughs> something on average. Yeah. it's it's. I, I like leaving parties at 9 p.m., though. It's like... You still go and you're like there when everyone's having a good time. It's not like you're there till, you know, 3 a.m. And got people are still up just trying to make the night go on. It's yeah. like you're there for when it's fun, like 8 to 9, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is pretty early. Yeah. You know what? I actually, like, I kind of agree, but my 9 p.m. version, like, it's a little bit later. But, like, I've started skipping out at about, like, 12 or 1. Yeah. That's late enough. You can go home. You can get to bed at an okay time. It's a little bit too late. But then you wake up the next day and your day isn't wrecked. Yeah, no, I I think that would be perfect. Like in the off season, like if I could do this and just like instead of nine, though, like midnight. Yeah. You know, one night a week or whatever. I think that'd still be lots of fun. Yeah. And I think you could, like that's not going to like be a huge impediment to anything. It's like it's exactly what you said at like three in the morning when people want to keep the party going and it's clearly yeah. already over and then nothing good happens. No, nothing. ever. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I've been having a ton of fun without <clears throat> drinking, too, which I'm really happy about. Because I think I can keep that going in the off season. Yeah, I've actually been enjoying my activities without drinking. Much yeah, I noticed uh, that. Like everything we've done with the supplement world team, there hasn't been any booze. Yeah, well, you know what? That's actually how it started. Like we used to actually do like fitness things, and then once or twice a year we'd get together. Like, and then when we did our drinking, yeah, we, we did enough to last us for the next six like months. the Christmas parties. Yeah, exactly. For a ton of fun. Yeah, and then somewhere along the line. I think when we started like getting way more people involved all the time, then it seemed like there was always like an event that we should have some drinks for, you yeah. know, it was this event for this person's store or this person or that. But now like we've kind of shifted back to like, like revolving around the fitness thing. Like we can go for yeah. a workout together, go for a good meal. No, exactly. I, I still think you can have that at like, you know, like the Christmas party, but just like one or two big events a year, you know? Yeah, when it starts turning into a couple of months, like that's yeah. just that's too much. Yeah, exactly. No, I think you guys are doing great with that now. Well, thank you. Okay, this is supposed to be about you, though. Awesome. I wanted to get on here and talk a little bit about something that you don't really talk a lot about yourself, um, which I respect. I like the humility. It's a big reason why I think a lot of people want to support you. But I think that 
Well, I've always kind of wondered until we started hanging out more. And I think a lot of people wonder like what your actual goals are and what goes into achieving them for you. Everybody knows you want to be huge. Everybody knows you're a bodybuilder, <laughs> but you know, like what is like driving you right now? Like we can talk short term and long term. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So as for like my personal goals, I never really ever verbalize them because I, I'd rather do it and then say, look what I did. You know, I don't, I don't really like to speculate, but I mean, my short term goal is uh, to win Canadian, the junior Canadian nationals. And then, you know, like top three in my class at men's would be, would definitely be an achievement for me too. Which is like, I think something that a lot of people don't know that like you're still competing in the junior division. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's what I did. Like I competed at nationals two years ago, right? Three, 20, 2017. And yeah, just did juniors. Uh, that wasn't my best showing. So I kind of have to prove to myself this time that I can, you know, place in the top mix with those guys. You were going through a lot that last time. We don't need to get into that, but that was a tough time for you. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, not a great point in my life at all. Yeah, so I think it'll be cool to see, like, how this goes for you now with a couple extra years under your belt and just more life experience. Because I don't think that people who haven't done a prep, I don't think they quite know, like, how mentally taxing it can all be. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I'm just in a better spot mentally now, which makes all the difference with this. Yeah, so you want to win Junior Canadian Nationals, and that is from the time of this 12 12 weeks weeks. today 12 weeks today and how do you feel what you're shot at that like and like like realistically how do you feel like i know you're scared to pump your own tires (laughs) sometimes but like yeah well juniors i i think i'm in a great spot for uh men's i don't know who's competing yeah and that in bodybuilding that does make a big difference who shows up right yeah yeah so you think you have a pretty good shot for the juniors this juniors yeah if everything goes good um yeah, like I sent photos to my coach this morning, and we're really starting to starting to pull the weight down now. We, I think I'm doing like five low-carb days this week and two high. And what I just uh, realized when I was in the shower this morning, I don't know how I didn't put, put this together before, but I am started this prep at about exactly 30 pounds heavier than my last prep. And I thought I was big on my last prep. So how much stage weight do you figure that will translate to? If you well, I don't know. Like, bigger. See, this is another thing I don't even like saying. <laughs> so yeah, you just gotta see how it goes. I don't know. Like I started my. You last have fans now, brother. They want to hear fans. <laughs> my mom. Yeah. Um, Hi, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I started my last one at two eighty five and competed at about two fifty. So this okay. one I started at basically three fifteen. So that's quite a big difference. Like I don't think it's unreasonable then to expect like ten to fifteen pounds. Fifteen might be high, but you know, like does that seem realistic? Definitely, yeah. Like, if it was somebody else telling you this about themselves. Oh, yeah. See, it's easier to say it that way. Then, <laughs> Well, then I'd tell them that they're probably going to be 20 pounds heavier. Well, there you go. So there's a good chance that that's possible for you. I mean, like, I, yeah. understand, I understand where it's weird predicting your own success, right? Because then if you're wrong, then it sounds like... Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather just do it and then, you know, speak on my experiences. Yeah, and I, I think that's a likable trait. But also, lots of people are curious about this stuff. Yeah, so. but no, that's where I'm at. Yeah, that's cool. And um, so do you feel like pressure knowing that maybe you didn't and I'm going to put it on you, but like knowing that <laughs> yeah. this is your last year to compete as a junior, yeah. do you feel some pressure from that? Um, honestly, I feel really confident for juniors. I do. And if, you know, even if it didn't go my way this year, then it would be, it'd be time for me to move up and just do men's. You know, I 
I feel like an adult. I <laughs> probably compete with them. I will. Like like I said, I'll do both, but I'll be competing exclusively with in the men's after this year. Yeah. So like. If something happened, this isn't like this because this isn't your long term goal. This is like a stepping stone, right? You want yeah. to win that junior nationals, which would be great. Yeah, and okay, that's cool. And then, so you are competing in both in the same show. Yeah, like like my main goal is top three in in, in my men's. class. Yeah, and like when do you think somebody's at their peak for bodybuilding? Because obviously you're going to be competing against people with another ten years than you. Yeah, most guys peak at like probably thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah, yeah, okay. 35, I would say, is definitely a peak. Like, yeah, 30 to 35 is when guys make, like, yeah, 30, 30 to 35. So do you hear many guys, like, placing in that top three range at a young age? Like, I know it's happened, right, when you look at Regan Grimes or Chris said there's guys doing yeah, it. Yeah, see, but there's, two, there's two phenoms, and Dallas McCarver comes to mind. Yeah. No, definitely not a ton of young guys. But, I mean, not many people got into it as young as me either. Yeah, how old were you? Well, 15 when I took it serious. Yeah, so you're like eight years into this. Ten, yeah. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I started when I was 13, but I started taking it serious when I was oh, 15. Oh, okay, Sorry. so ten years into actual Yeah, training, yeah, right? I've, I've been training for ten years, yeah. And so when did, like, this become part of the goal? You know, like, most people start working out, they want to get jacked, maybe they want to get girls or whatever, but, like, and for girls, like, I actually don't, I should do a podcast with the girls sometime because I know <laughs> they have a lot different motivations for working out sometimes than guys do. Some of them want to get jacked, like guys, some of them, they all have different goals. It'd be cool. Yeah. To, but Probably after my first show, it turned into like, I'm doing this for competing. Yeah. But even before that, like most high school kids don't just go do a bodybuilding show, right? Like I was into the gym heavily in high school, but I like, it didn't even cross my mind to yeah. be a bodybuilder. Yeah. No, I'd. I definitely loved it like ever since I started well like I said I did it for a couple of years and then I turned 15 and that's when I decided I wanted to compete so I trained two years to compete and then I did it when I was 17 and then after that I was like okay I want to do this because when I like after that first show I was still very much at a point where I you know just look look good you know like I wasn't like extreme yeah, you had like a I didn't nice have an extreme physique. look yeah yeah so like okay so you started young and you're still young and you're pursuing this pretty heavily. So, like, there must have been a lot of sacrifice along the way. Yeah, well, it definitely wasn't a normal life, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, you know, I'm sure you've, you've had your fun and you've done your stupid <clears throat> shit that other kids do. But, like, you know, like, did you have to live pretty differently from your peers once yeah, you decided? De oh, definitely. Definitely, yeah. It's like, what kind of things, like, did you have to miss out on that normal people get? Well, you know, just all the partying and stuff. Is um, that pretty much it, though? Like, is that the big difference you don't get to party probably yeah um yeah I, I would say that's that's the big well at my age like that's the biggest thing i feel like i'm missing out on yeah yeah and then i guess like but i feel life, i feel ahead. like i mentally like matured quite fast doing this because like by the time i was like well i guess it's only like a year ago by the time <laughs> i was like 22 like i was just kind of over it you know like even like when i was in the off season and you know, probably could have had a bit more leniency with my lifestyle. Like people would want to do stuff. I go out. I I just don't want to. I feel like I wanted to party like when I was twenty, twenty one, and now I just feel like I'm old or yeah. over it. Well, I think <laughs> that sometimes, like once you have something specific in mind that you want to accomplish, like I don't think there's anything wrong with people having fun in you know their twenties and stuff. So I don't mean this in like a judgmental way at all. But once you have something specific on your mind. 
that you want to accomplish, if partying is going to get in the way of that, yeah, you have to either decide to give it up or to not accomplish what you set out to, right? And that could be career stuff. That could be fitness stuff. It could be anything. Yeah, well, like I'm a very like like all or nothing type of person. So I like I want to put everything I can into this now and see if I can be good. Because if I'm not going to be a good bodybuilder, and like that's a fact, I'm not going to bodybuild. Yeah, and I think that's something else that's that like I, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do this until I'm forty. If you know, I'm not not uh, seeing any success in it. But not when you say I, not do this, like you mean not do what you're doing, right? Because like I feel like you're a lifer for like health and fitness. Oh and yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I I mean competing. Yeah, and because even just going down to like being a normal jacked person gives you a lot more freedom in your life yeah oh it's it's mostly just eating really i just eat normal <laughs> like i'd eat like four times a day that would be awesome yeah because your schedule is like well i just hit the star button on this we wow. can, uh, edit that out. <laughs> or we can leave it in um, but your lifestyle is like very like constrained by your eating like there's <clears throat> things you can't do if it's yeah gonna, if it's gonna make it so you like can't on, get a meal like on any of my high calorie days like i don't even let anyone in my house because i <laughs> like <laughs> like i won't hang out with anyone because i you know, it's there's like forty five minute or an hour breaks in between eating, and I'm bloated. And I'm just eating like all day, and I just don't want to be around anyone, right? Yeah, if you feel bloated and uncomfortable, yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure people can relate. Like after, you know, everybody's been there where they eat way too much one night and you just want to sit on the couch in peace. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of like that. It's up twenty four hours every day. Yeah. So like the the sacrifice though, it's like, does it feel worth it when you have that goal, or is there like days when you question it oh yeah well it's a mental game you're up and down you know like t today was pretty good my photos look look good i got a great coach man like patrick he's he's super supportive and he he just knows what you know athletes need to hear at certain times right so does he work with you like on like the mental stuff too like obviously i'm not talking like in a counseling way but like yeah you know, like uh, he's supportive he's he, i know i know he's there if, if i need him yeah which is big yeah, but you haven't really had to. Uh, nothing major, no. I guess, like, does it get more difficult, like, mentally the deeper you get into the prep? Yeah, for sure. When your dietary fats start getting really low, I feel like your brain just doesn't work as well. Well, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, like, that that makes perfect sense, honestly. And, like, all those, like, hunger hormones, like your leptin and ghrelin and all those things are thrown yeah. off. And, like, yeah, you're just in a very unique state that most people like will never be in like i'll probably never be in that state because it's like you know dieting down to like eight or ten percent body fat where you look really good is very different than like that eight percent and then down yeah yeah but no i got i got great support system <clears throat> you is know your family pretty supportive of your my bodybuilding mom, stuff? mom is mom loves mom loves bodybuilding my brothers are good yeah your brother's a pretty big boy Wilson. yeah <laughs> Yeah, and my little brother now he's packing meals everywhere he goes. He's oh, he's into it too. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're you're kind of getting to the point where you would start like inspiring people to to live a certain way. I mean, like even now that we've been spending more time together, just like by default, I've been way better about my choices. <laughs> like it, it it actually makes a difference who you surround yourself with and like you know what, sure. what kind of stuff you take in. Like even on your phone, like what are you watching on a day to day basis? Like, yeah, if you're watching people partying you're probably more likely to like yeah absolutely lifestyle yeah no i had to take a, whole, a lot of people off snapchat for sure just because i couldn't like watch the stories anymore yeah yeah well, you, well then you get fomo too yeah yeah right <clears throat> but no like 
I mean, honestly, one of my biggest supports is probably my training partner, Morgan. You know, he's can call him whenever I need, and I do a lot. And yeah. Just talk to you. He's wise. Yeah, and he understands it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he wants to. wants to understand it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he's only competed, like, the two times that he has. But One season, yeah. Yeah. He definitely, like, he's wise beyond his personal experience in that area. <laughs> for sure. Well, it's it's how he's lived for a while now. Yeah, well, and he's got a good coach, too. Yeah, yeah, he's really close with his coach. Yeah, so after this show coming up, then what's next for you? <clears throat> that's that's a great question. Um, that depends how it goes, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, like, best case scenario, like, in my head, realistically, you know, if I win that juniors and then get top three in my class, then I'll probably just do, and then just wait until next year and do North Americans and nationals just keep hitting those two shows and until you win a pro card and then compete on the pro circuit because i guess for you that's the next like step right like is you do this show hopefully win junior nationals and you keep doing it until you're a pro yeah yes that's kind of where i'm at right now and then you go back to school in the fall here right yes so this is your last yeah this is my last uh year of school well last i only have one more semester thank god man i'm i'm ready to be done school <laughs> it feels like i've been in it well i've been in it since my whole life right so what are you going to graduate with um a degree in management oh cool so you should give me some tips yeah I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll open up a new store here yeah well you're always welcome to join the sup world family in that capacity but um so okay you're going back to school do you find that does this lifestyle interfere with school or not so much Cause a lot Honestly, of people, recently it has been. I've and I've totally put this before. <laughs> I've totally put this before <laughs> school, which um, <clears throat> it's gonna be a f- it's gonna be a full semester this upcoming one because I'm taking a full class load, which I don't usually do. So we'll see how that goes. But I mean, you know, just just wake up earlier and go to bed later if you can't fit everything in, in the day, right? Yeah. Have your grades always been like decent throughout? Yeah, school? I've always. I've always been one of those people that don't really need to study to get good grades, which helps yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a big difference. Yeah. Do you actually like go to your classes and stuff? Like, you know, um, good well, student or depends what I'm doing. You know, I'm eating lots of food now, so I just stay home and eat. Yeah, and do it all online. Ronnie always says he got like straight A's all through college. He graduated with honors yeah. in accounting. Yeah, like that's impressive. Yeah. Was, will, will you have honors? Well, I have one. What is how high know. is that? I don't know. Maybe I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Maybe if I ate less and went to more class. Yeah, like it's got to be tough balancing, it. and then you also have to balance it with like a farm life. That yeah, no, that's the real challenge. That's the real challenge. So, what are the challenges with balancing this goal with your farming? Um. Well, my mom makes it definitely helps a ton because she cooks all my food. But it's yeah, like we just work long days. Like we'll work, you know, sixteen hour days. And then on top of that, your two-hour workout, an hour of cardio. So, you know, you're only going to sleep three, four hours for that, you know, month and a half for harvest. So it's it's really just like sleep deprivation is probably the biggest battle. Yeah, no kidding. And so is that going to be going on during prep at all this year? Yeah, it's going to be going on in a few weeks here. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be doing this while you prep for junior nationals? Yes. Wow. See, that's <laughs> something that nobody else really has to. I shouldn't say nobody, but nobody else that I know of has to balance something like that with every, their prep. It's been every single prep, bro. 
<laughs> Can you imagine how easy it's going to feel for you? Oh, you I don't know. have to do that. No, I know. I know. I love the feeling when I come back to the city and you're like four weeks out and you're like, oh my God, like this, this is, this is like how, how people's whole preps have been. <laughs> so I imagine, um, just from like the few Saskatchewan farmers that I do know, I imagine your dad doesn't, um, get lenient on you because you're on prep. <laughs> no. Oh God. No, man. <laughs> that doesn't matter to him. No, no, it's. <laughs> I, I have a job to do and I do it and yeah. it doesn't really matter what I do outside of that. I imagine a lot of that though is like what contributed to the work ethic you do have, right? I think so. For sure it would. Yeah. Cause you definitely have like an abnormal work ethic, especially for somebody your age. Like, you know, like sometimes that takes time to mature yeah. in somebody, but like you've always been good at, well, as long as I've known you, you've been good at like thinking long term and like delayed gratification is a big thing that a lot of young people don't have or don't seem to have. And you seem to understand the concept of putting in that hard work and sacrifice early for a reward that will come later. Yeah, well, it's been like that my whole life for sure, just living just living on the farm and, yeah, we just work, to be honest. I don't know, like, there wasn't, when I think back, there's not a whole lot of, like, fun memories <laughs> I have. There's I'm a lot sure of good memories. There's a lot of good memories, but well, most yeah. of the memories are, well, just working towards a goal, you know, whether that's getting the crop off or... But it's probably kind of like a fun, rewarding feeling when you have a good, like a good year, right? Like oh, when yeah. You and your family all work together on something yeah. and then it actually like pays off. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then you spend half, you the, growing up though, you did get to spend like half the year in Australia every year. I feel like nobody knows that. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been to Australia. It's, I think it's like seven, it's 17, I want to say 17 times because I went there every year of my life until university. And what do you do when you're on Australia for half the year? <laughs> Just hang out. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you have to go to school there? Yeah, yeah. So I went to, like, a lot of elementary school in Australia. And then when I was in high school, the teachers would just, like, send some homework. And then I'd just yeah, hang out and do homework. And, and so was that ever challenging, like, living in two different places across the world? Or was it just cool? It was just normal because I... Like, I did it every single year of my life, right? So And you had friends in Australia yeah. and friends here? Yeah, I got lots of friends in Oz. Do you still have friends there? Yeah. Like, you could, if you went there, there'd be people you could oh, hang I, out there's, with. And there's some people I still talk to every day from Australia. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Chris Gogberg, shout out to him, personal <laughs> trainer. That's cool. If you ever did, uh, if you ever at, like, the Arnold Australia or something, then you'd have, you'd have a support network there? Yeah, no, for sure, that's... I was actually thinking about competing in an Australian bodybuilding show when I was there, but it, it ended up didn't work out with the dates. If it ever did work out, you honestly like should do that. Be That'd be fun. a pretty cool experience. And so, like, do you like do you have a place you can stay if you go to Australia? Does your family have? Yeah, Dad has a place. He's got a place there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So. Different life, man. Your whole life is just different. Living in Australia half the year, working on the farm, <laughs> being bodybuilding, perhaps being three hundred pounds at twenty-two. Yeah, I know you're twenty-three you, now. When you say all that out loud, it does sound kind of odd. <laughs> different life, man. It's that's why like doing these things probably feels so weird for you, but I think it's like interesting to a lot of people. It's different than how I lived. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, and it's like it's cool. Yeah, well, we should go there, dude. I would love to go to come. Australia. I would love to. I should have went a couple of years ago. My girlfriend got this like contract to go do this dance thing there. But like, yeah, right. our, yeah our business was just like too young. Like we didn't have the systems in place. Where well, it I still could be is gone. relatively yeah, young. I could right. be gone now though. Like yeah. I could be gone for two weeks as long as I had like 
cell phone service. But like back then, if I was gone for three days, I'd come back to a disaster. Yeah. So <laughs> things have changed, man. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for doing this. I think that, uh, like I said, it probably feels weird for you, but I think it's interesting to me and a lot of other people just hearing what goes into creating this. Yeah, well, no, I appreciate you having me on, and you know, like we should do this more. Like I said, I got a lot of things to say, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you give me a platform to say it on. <laughs> I'll never forget that. There's some opinions. You're in the car, and you, Josh, I need a microphone. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> man, I got things to say. <laughs> okay, exactly. Well, thanks, Travis. All right, see you later, Josh. <laughs>